This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you. Welcome back to Kingdom Come with me, Andrew Nkoyoyo. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we continue on our series, The Holy Spirit. We have covered in part one the, the name Spirit, where the Holy Spirit derives his name. And uh, we have covered in part two the meaning of Pentecost and what that, that means for you and I as believers. And then in part three, we have covered uh, understanding spiritual gifts. And uh, today we are going to talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, in the last episode, I told you about how God has a gift for each one of you. And one of the gifts is the Holy Spirit, uh, to be specific, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now we want to talk about, you know, how, you know, can we be baptized in the Holy Spirit? Now, our theme scripture, again, uh, is Acts 19, verse 1 to 2. While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul took a road through the interior and I arrived at Ephesus. He took a shortcut. And there he found some believers, disciples, like today. They followed Jesus. They loved Jesus. Uh, they were serving Jesus. And he asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they answered, no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. And dear friend, that is the reason why today there are many that are, have misconceptions, misunderstanding or just this pure lack of knowledge lack of understanding and lack of good teaching biblical teaching on the holy spirit you know my job is not to convince anyone my job is to present the truth and let the holy spirit show you and just leave it to you to really search out the scripture so before we go deeper i want to talk to you about the three baptisms okay the first one is the baptism into the body of christ first corinthians Chapter 12, verse 13, we were all baptized by one spirit into one body. Now, I want, just for fun, just re notice this, that we are baptized into the body by one spirit. It's a capital S. Spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit. Even being baptized into the body of Christ is by the Spirit of God. 
This is how important. This is how crucial. You see, the Holy Spirit convicts us. He brings us in and he baptizes us into the body of Christ, into the church, into the, the really the called out one, the ecclesia. We are called out. Okay. So that is really uh, what he does. That's part of what he does. Galatians 3, verse 26 to 27. You are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who were baptized, again, the word baptize comes from the Greek word baptizo, means to immerse, to dunk, you know, to put under. Okay? We were baptized into Christ. In other words, we are in Christ. We have been dunked in Christ. We have been immersed into Christ. You know, that's why Paul says, you know, I've been baptized in Christ into his death. It's not I who lives, but Christ in, in me. You see, that is the baptism that we have been baptized into Christ, you know, when we became believers. And have clothed yourselves with Christ. We are immersed. Now we are clothed ourselves with Christ. Okay. In John 20, verse 19 to 22. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. You know, after he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Now, you know, we're going to read three scriptures really are talking about the same account. Um, the same pretty much event. We see Jesus here after uh, basically his resurrection is kind of showing up in places and popping through walls. And, you know, that's why he said, peace be with you, you know, because they were started, I imagine. Uh, and, but then he says, as the Father sent me, I, you know, I'm sending you. Now remember, the disciples, they were believers, okay, but they had not received the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit had not been given. That's why, you know, he tells them, receive ye the Holy Spirit. He breathes on them, receive the Holy Spirit. Now, this is a separate uh, experience from the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so what we are talking about today is about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, not the infilling. When you follow Jesus, you receive the Holy Spirit. Okay, it's like he breathes on you, uh, you know, like he did with the disciples. That's why I'm, I'm going to show these three accounts. They, they receive the Holy Spirit, but they are not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's very crucial for us to understand really that distinction there. Okay. Luke chapter 24, 49. Remember, he told them, he breathed on them, received the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Luke 24, 49. I'm going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Okay until you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with power. Okay? Now, if we go to Acts, this is the same account. Okay? In Acts chapter 1, verse 3 to 5. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave them many convincing proofs that he was alive. Okay? After he rose from the dead. Okay? He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard of me speak about. For John baptized with water, 
But in a few days, this is the key word, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Okay? So we are talking about being baptized with the Holy Spirit. Okay? Not just the infilling, but the baptism, you know, of the Holy Spirit. Okay? And then I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you a little bit later here how these three, you know, really come together. Uh, so the second baptism is the water baptism. Acts 2 verse 20, uh, 41. Those who accepted his message were baptized, were immersed. Now, you know, the, the, the salvation is, is a private, you know, experience. It's a private, um, really, time when you give your life to the Lord, you confess your sins. But at some point, that private, uh, really, uh, experience, you have to take it public, you know. Uh, and so we see 25 times in the New Testament, you know, here in Acts, it says, and they were baptized immediately. They, they didn't have to first attend a baptism class. They didn't have to first attend a 12-step. They, they believed and they were baptized because really baptism is just about you taking your, your, your private uh, decision public. That's what it is. It's a public confession of your faith. You know, uh, and some people say, well, uh, you, you won't go to heaven if you're not baptized. No, that's not anywhere in the scripture. Okay? Being baptized, you are just coming, it's like coming out of the closet. You, you, you know, you receive Christ, nobody knows about it. Now you come out into public and you are being baptized, confessing that Jesus really is your Lord and Savior. And you're confessing to the world around you that you belong to Jesus and Jesus belongs to you. And you have gone into this relationship and this commitment, you know, to love him and to serve him. That's what it is. You know, the water baptism. Matthew 10, verse 32 to 33. Whoever acknowledges me, now listen to this, whoever acknowledges me before men, I'll also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. That's what you're doing in baptism. You are simply acknowledging Jesus before men. But whoever disowns me before men, I'll disown him before my Father in heaven. Okay? That's the second baptism. It's important we are baptized into the body, and we are baptized in water. We are immersed, taking our private decision of salvation. We are taking it public. Okay. Now, the third baptism is the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Acts 8, verse 5. We're going to read verse 5, verse 12, 14 through 17. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. But they were, but when they believed Philip as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and of the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized. I told you I'm going to show you how this all, they were baptized. Now, if they confessed and believed, they were baptized in the body. Baptism number one. They were baptized in water here. That's the second baptism. They were dunked in the water, both men and women. They were baptized immediately. Okay. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the uh, Samaria accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. When they arrived, they prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them. They had simply been baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Here, 
when the apostles came, they were not praying for just for the infilling. Remember, they you receive the infilling when you get Jesus. Now they are praying for the experience of baptism. First, uh, first John chapter five, verse seven to eight. Now. There are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father and the Word and the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. And there are three that bear witness on earth. Again, we're talking about the three baptism, the Spirit, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, the water, the baptism in water, and the blood, the baptism of salvation. Okay, we see salvation, we see the baptism in water into the body of Christ, and we see the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And these three agree as one. It's like you have got the spirit, you've got the water, you know, you and then you've got the blood. You've been washed with the blood. Now the water, you're baptized into water and you're baptized into the body of Christ. Now we see the spirit, you're baptized into the spirit. Okay? And it is really crucial. So for you and I to understand, you know, this is scripture. You know, just being baptized into the body, going to church is not enough. Just being, you know, taking your decision public is not enough. You've got to go deeper into the baptism of the spirit. We see that Jesus commanded his apostles. You know, some say, well, that all that has ceased with the last apostles. Then if all that has ceased, then pretty much God has ceased if that is the case. Because if we are going to strip out all those that they have ceased with the last apostles, then we might as well, you know, strip out the, you know, really God and might as well throw out the Bible. But it has not. And we see that God is still, you know, seeking and saving people and filling people with the Holy Ghost and baptizing people with the Holy Ghost and giving people power, healing the sick, casting out demons through his sons and daughters. Okay. As a matter of fact, you know the 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 the, the new the, the early church was just the birthing of the church. You know, so God wasn't ceasing anything; He was just starting something, and it's still continuing until Jesus comes. So, again, it is important for you and I to understand that God desires. You know, I, 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 you know, I'll tell you again. Probably of heard my testimony many times and I really talk about it in this book um, on how I received the Holy Spirit. It was through the blood of Jesus uh, and just worshiping and prayer and opening myself up. But I'm, you know, I, and when I did, it's like the, 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 the portals of heaven, like they were open over me and the power of God. Up until that point, I received Jesus. I received the infilling of the Holy Spirit but I had not received the baptism. But that day, in the shower, when I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it was like, you know, liquid love came over me and, and just consumed me from the inside out. All of a sudden, I began to weep and pray for souls and pray. I didn't even know what I was praying. I didn't know even how to pray. But I began to, I, I, I mean, I began to pray. I believe that day, really, I was activated into intercession because that day, from that day, I began to pray you know, like, it's like the, the end of the world. You know, but I didn't, I didn't know how to pray. But the Spirit empowered me. And all of a sudden, God's heart began 
became real for me and for people and I'm praying and I'm weeping and crying out to God to, to save people and, and, and I told God I'll go if you need somebody here I am I'll go I'll do whatever you want you know here I am uh, but it was because of the Holy Spirit and that was over 35 years ago okay so what God can do for one he can do for you know for another we just have to apply this the same principles so I'm gonna just walk you through here you know four things that I believe you, you, you need to do we're just gonna simplify it four things again this is a gift so you can have it you can request it and you can have it you know we're talking about being baptized with the Holy Spirit Ephesians 5 verse 18 do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery instead be filled with the Holy Spirit now that word fill from the Greek it means uh, basically to have control to for the spirit to have control over our lives for the spirit to have absolute influence over our lives instead of being drunk you know with wine with alcohol let us be drunk in this let us be filled to fullness and overflow here I believe what he's talking about is not the infilling but it is the baptism in the Holy Spirit that Jesus instructed his disciples and we see that after the baptism all of a sudden those you know even Peter who had denied Jesus all of a sudden he's preaching with boldness you know and we see Stephen his preaching was pricking hearts to the point that you know they couldn't stand him they had to kill him they stone him to death that's what the power of the Spirit does it takes really somebody ordinary and makes us extraordinary in God's hands for God's purpose okay so the first step you got to remove all barriers Acts 2 for 38 to 39 Peter replied repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off for all whom the Lord our God will call now I don't know some people who say that these in gifts are not for today the they have ceased I don't know what happens when they read scripture like this because it says this gift the promise what promise was the promise of the baptism of the Holy Spirit was for all you and your children and for all who are far off in other words for the Gentiles okay it's like even those who are, are far off the Gentiles they're gonna be grafted in uh, and they, they can receive experience this gift okay he says but the key we have to repent so we, the first step is to repent confess your sins receive Jesus and you know be baptized in the name of, of Jesus Christ you know but even here now you're watching this broadcast you're not a believer you're not saved you don't have a relationship with Jesus you can receive Jesus and you can go through these steps and receive request the baptism of the Holy Spirit okay even though you haven't been baptized in water the key here is repent you have to repent repent means you turn turn away from your sins it comes from the Greek word metanoia you know to repent and change your focus change your direction you know your your life turn it over to Jesus and let Jesus lead you into the direction that it will have you to go okay repent you're a believer you want to experience the baptism of the Holy Spirit the same applies for us it's not because we haven't repented you know now what we're doing is what the Bible calls consecration 
You know, you're setting yourself apart. You're washing in the blood. And I teach you and I walk you through this book. So get this book, you know, uh, Catch and Release God's Supernatural. Uh, when I teach on the blood and, and I teach, there's a chapter in there how to be really baptized in the Holy Spirit. I walk you through the steps, how you wash with the blood and how you receive, you access this gift free of charge. Okay. You don't have to do a thing. Wash in the blood, receive, repent. The blood washes you. And then you go to step number two. Request the gift of the Holy Spirit. Luke 11, verse 13. Jesus says, If you then, though you are evil, know how to, go, to give good gifts to your children. Again, there's the, the key word, gift. This is a gift. How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Okay? It is okay for you to ask. It is free. It is in the redemption package, <laughs> so to speak. It's part of the redemption package. Jesus has paid for it. Uh, and he says, you know, how much more you, you know, athlete, you, you know, fathers and mothers, you know, parents, you know, you, you know, you, you, you give good gifts to your children. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Okay, dear friend, ask for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You have removed the barrier of sin. You have washed in the blood. Now you ask, request, ask, doesn't matter which word you use. Ask with no condition whatsoever. Tell Father that you are ready for the gift of the Holy Spirit. You want it with no conditions asked. No conditions, no preservations whatsoever. You just want all that he has and ask him for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And then number three, you receive by faith. You receive it by faith. Is Ezekiel chapter 47, verse 3 to 5. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits, and then he led me through water that was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through water that was knee deep. And he measured off another thousand and led me through water that was up to my waist. He measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in a river that no one could cross. Dear friend, we see different levels of experiencing, you know, really the river of God, the baptism of, of the Holy Spirit and the power of God. Uh, there are those that basically they are okay to just have the, the river, the water at ankle, you know, level. Basically, maybe they just say the prayer and that's it. You know, and then there are others who are okay with the knee deep. Maybe they are okay coming to church more often and, and, and that's pretty much that's their Christianity. And then there are others experiencing the power of God at the west level. You know, they eventually are coming to that place where they may be, be able to, it's okay to lift their hands to the Lord and, uh, and show that, you know, they, 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 they are really committed, they, they surrender. But then there's another level where you say the water had become into a river. See, when you turn yourself over, you go into the river of God. And there are those that have said, I just want all you got. You know, the day I received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, I told you, I didn't know how to pray. I was just a young believer, but I just told God, I want all you got. 
I said, Holy Spirit, I want you. Jesus, I want everything that you paid for and all that you want me to have and all that you want me to be. I am ready. I'm all in. You know, give it to me. I'll do whatsoever you ask of me and I'll go wherever you ask of me. And boom, there I was. The power of God and that propelled me into my destiny until today. And God will do the same thing. But you don't be content with the, you know, with this, you know, the ankle level and knee level and waist level. You want to swim in the river of God. You want to so go, you know, baptism, immerse. Okay? You, you want to be dunked in the Holy Ghost. You want to be dunked in Christ. The Bible says we are baptized into Christ. We want to be in Christ, immersed in Christ. It's not I who lives, but Christ in me, Paul says, because he was immersed. Okay? If Paul, who wrote 80% of the New Testament, was immersed, how much more you and I need it? You know, but you know, there's hope for all of us because Paul was not any better than, than us. And so we see from Scripture that God takes ordinary people and makes them into really what he wants them to be by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so it is for us to have and it's for you and I you know, to experience. Okay, Hebrews 11 verse 6. And without faith it is impossible to please God. You've got to receive it by faith. After you've gone through these steps here, um, now you know, open your mouth. Begin to, to speak. It's by faith. You may repeat one syllable over and over and over. It doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, you, you may not even understand it. As, as a matter of fact, in the next uh, episode, we're going to talk about uh, the blessings of praying in tongues. I want to show you it's okay. To give you the boldness and the courage for you to enjoy your prayer time. You don't think, oh, I'm just saying gibberish stuff. I don't understand it. You understand. It's okay. It's scripture. It's scripture. And so, in, and that is in the, in the next episode. But you, I just, right now, I encourage you, you know, you receive by faith. Release your tongue. You see? Because it's impossible to please God, you know. Anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who only seek him. As you are seeking God for the gift of the Holy Spirit, believe that he is and he earnestly rewards them and he's going to reward you. Okay, remember it's a gift. And uh, the fourth step that I, you know, I want you to take um, is something that you need to do daily. Re relate to the Holy Spirit daily. 2 Corinthians um, chapter 13, verse 14. This is from the message. Again, here is the benediction that you know shows the really the, the Trinity, the amazing grace of the Master Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, and the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The Holy Spirit wants to be intimate with you. He wants to be your friend. You know, he wants to be really your confidant, your companion, your partner in life, in everything. So you can have an intimate friendship. And I'm going to teach you in this series, um, as I show you the, the, the personality of the Holy Spirit. He's a person. You can relate to him. He can relate to you. And when you do that, when you understand, I'm going to show you the divinity of the Holy Spirit. So you're, you're, you're seeking his best of knowledge and understanding. So you have confidence. You know, so that uh, you really, your faith is, is really resting on the power of God, on who God is. Okay? And so you can have this intimate relationship every day. 
and I encourage you and challenge you to have this intimate friendship. Relate to him, talk to him, you, you know, just invite him, you know, into your prayer time, invite him into to teach you the Bible, invite him to guide you and lead you at every turn in your life. Just begin to develop this, you know, fellowship, the koinonia, the, 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 the intimacy, and you're going to find out that actually is closer than you ever realize. That he's there. <laughs> Dear friend, I'll tell you, I won't know what to do with myself without the Holy Spirit. Truly. Really. I won't know what to do. Everything that I am, that I have, that I do is because of the Holy Spirit. And I believe he has even more stuff, you know, to reveal to you and I and to take us deeper in God to help us and show us and empower us to be the best he wants us to be. Not the best we want to be, but the best he wants us to be. And, 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 and to really release the kingdom of God in us and through us to make the difference in our world. Where we play, where we work, and where we live. I want to pray with you before we close this uh, broadcast. You don't have a relationship with Jesus. You say, brother, I've listened to the message. I want the, to experience the gift of eternal life so I can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Say this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I confess that I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. You died in my name and in my place so that I may have a relationship with God. Jesus, come into my heart. Write my name in the book of life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Empower me with your power to live for you, to love you, to know you, and to make you known. I confess that I am saved today. I am yours. You are the Son of God. And I believe that in my heart and I confess with my mouth that I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Amen. Dear friend, you have said that prayer. Jesus has come into your heart and the Holy Spirit is now right there in you, with you. Write to us. We'd like to hear of your decision and we'd like to send you resources to help you on your journey. And I invite you, dear friend, again, as I told you, you know, we are on a mission to send out these books to pastors. Uh, really, we, my prayer is to send them to pastors and leaders all across America. You know, give, pray about sponsoring the printing and the shipping of this book, Catch and Release God's Supernatural, to pastors in your town, in your city, in your state. Or just simply give to our mission. and we will make sure that every dollar that you give goes towards winning souls and making disciples. We love you and we are praying for you. Let me pray for you right now. I just feel the anointing to pray for you, for you who is desiring you know, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Just open yourself up to God and say, Holy Spirit, I know you are God. I know you are real. I want you, I need you, and I'm, I open myself up to all that you have. You are welcome into my life. 
Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for this one listening, this one watching, for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Through the blood of Jesus, I release the power of the anointing of the Spirit to come upon their lives, to overflow into their lives, to empower them, to transform them from, from the inside out, to give them a new prayer language that they can go deeper in you. In Jesus' mighty name. Yes, there it is. Receive the power of God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Dear friend, thank you for watching. And I'll see you next time. May God bless you. As a believer, the keys to the supernatural are in your hands. And with them, you can access your inheritance. In his newest book, Working the Works of God, Dr. Andrew teaches us how, through the glory of God and His anointing, we are empowered to move past our human abilities and function in the supernatural realm, where nothing is impossible. Order your copy today. To become a Kingdom Impact Ministry partner or sow a financial seed, call us toll-free 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423. Or log on to www. KingdomImpactMinistry.org Watch Andrew on the Kingdom Come Broadcast 24-7 online at KingdomImpactMinistry.org and on our Kingdom Impact Ministry TV channels available on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Android TV. To stream on the go, get the Kingdom Impact Ministry mobile app for Apple and Android devices from the App Store today. To receive prayer, order resources, or to become a partner with Kingdom Impact Ministry, call us toll-free, 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423, or visit us online at kingdomimpactministry.org. You can also write to us at Kingdom Impact Ministry, P.O. Box 2073, Montrose, Colorado, 81402. This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you.